This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hypothetical Help, episode 11 here. Hi. Whammo! Hi. I'm Scott Johnson, season that's Terpster. One. Hello, season episode one. Epi- wait, what is the season? Reboot season one. Yeah. Uh, we've screwed that up. Over. That's fine. Whatever. What are you going to do, right? We can't go change it. It's not like we can go back and suddenly say it's season six, episode 10, right? Hang on a second, Scott. Are you telling me <laughs> that you've made a time machine out of a podcast? Marty! <laughs> I don't know how they found me. I can't do it. The Slibians! Yeah. I don't know how they found me! Last week, all our talk about voice acting, and now look at us. Like how That's bad this is. is. What we didn't tell people is that this past week, we have become voice actors. Yeah. Uh, we've just been given a new gig, mm-hmm. a new job. Um, it's going to run for as long as the funding stays. It's called Hypothetical Help. Yeah. Um, I think mean, I can't do it as well as... We'll um, do it equally. Yeah, Scott Fletcher's the man. We Fletcher, can't. Fletcher yeah. nails it. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Neither work. of whom are actual therapists. Boobies. Yeah, see, that guy, Boobies. Knows, that guy knows his stuff. Yeah, um, he is good. Yeah, we're uh, speaking of which, that guy he does all kinds of voice stuff. He's he, he should be paid attention to guy from last week. But this isn't last week, it's this week. It's Patreon and it's at uh, pa- or pa- Patreon. It's hypothetical help. Patreon.com slash hypo help. That's where you go, that's where you kick in. Little uh, little scratch here and there and help the show uh, be rad. So if you're getting it for free right now, consider helping us out over there, please. Awesome. Uh, let's start with a call. Uh, we're helping people, that's what we do. And this one comes to us talking oh, that's the wrong one. Episode 11. There we go. Uh, something about a kid, and I think it's a follow-up, so tuck in. Yo, Scott and Terpster, I called about my friend dating someone else about uh, in the hex, date for your hex thing. But anyway, it's the same friend, and now he ha- just had a baby with that woman, and he just left her. How do I go about telling my best friend that he is being a scumbag and he should definitely be there for his wife? I just had a kid. Thanks, God. Thanks, Terpster. How are you? How is he friends with this Ow. guy that just abandons so a baby? So what was the first time? I'm trying to remember what I, happened the first time. I don't time. remember. And he did, the way he said it sounded weird. So like a hex. A yeah. hex. Hex me. Yeah. Hex me. Right. Vapory. Hex me. Something. He vapes. He vapes. I, get it. I don't know. He vapes. He was. I remember vaguely a call where a guy was pissed at his friend for being a douche. Right. And it sounds like this is the same. So friend. your your friend's a douche, really. That's we've established this. Yeah. Okay. Now you're saying that he's a douche who's left his wife and new child. Yeah. Which is uh is is pretty much at the top of the list of douchery. Mm. You know, you you can do worse things in life, but that's about the most you can do and still be called a douche and nothing worse. Yeah. Um. You know, you're not a monster per chance, uh. But maybe you are. But I mean, wow. I mean, Scott, I. You know, I, I, I will put my hands up and say having a baby can be hard at times. Um, it can really it can really strain a relationship because, you know, it, it pushes you to your limits. And, it, you know, you you're sleep deprived. Your uh, your whole life is no longer about you. It's about something else. Yeah. And it's one of the most special rewarding things when that comes to fruition. But yeah, but you're not you never once went. Oh, I'm up till four because he won't stop crying. I'm going to leave. Like, no, you, you'd never do that. 
Who, no, I wouldn't. Who I does wouldn't. That? And um, but people obviously do. This guy's done it, and I, well, I don't know for all all the reasons. But I, like I said, I can understand that it can it can be scary, but that equally doesn't really come into it. You've you've made your bed. You need to man up and you know look after this kid yeah. and support your your wife. And even if you and your wife can't be together, uh, you need to be there for that kid regardless. That's a, that's non negotiable. Right. You know you've you've gone in there. You've done the deed. You probably had fun doing the deed. <laughs> she said you were average. Let's get over that, okay? <laughs> you need to be there for this kid. And we might that, be filling in the blanks a little bit on this. I'm just gonna. Well, I've got to, Scott. I'm only given half a story, and I, this guy vapes hexes, and yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like a drug. <laughs> Fox News has told me that it's corrupt in America. Uh-huh. Let's ban hexing vapes. All right. Um, but. Honestly, like this is something where you just have to tell your friend, like, what the f- man, you know. Honestly, there is no excuse. You could hate the the wife. That's fine. People fall in and out of love. That happens. It's a reality of the world. Okay. Certain people were never in love to begin with. Certain people uh, just didn't know each other well enough to begin with. Yeah. And you know, when you have a kid you really do get to know people. You mm-hmm. get to know your strengths and your weaknesses. And that's where one of the hardest things is actually meant to bring you closer together. Um, but it can drive people farther apart. Sure. And if you don't work on that and you don't want to work on that or whatever, say la vie, I really couldn't care. But when it comes to the kid, this kid hasn't asked to be, you know, to come into this world. You know, that's through your own selfishness that you've decided in your own vanity perchance that you think now this kid, you know, that you want to have a kid you have to see this through. Yeah. That is that is all I can say. That is um, you know, this guy obviously is a massive douche. Yeah. There is there is nothing but you as his friend. I know I'm I'm saying you a lot here. I know that this isn't you the caller, but you the friend. Um the friend of the caller. Uh you need to tell your friend this, you know, the hard truths. And if he doesn't listen to you, you know, potentially, you know, distance yourself from that friend because if this is how they treat their their wife and their child, how are they going to treat you? Oh yeah. You're under the bus the minute he gets a chance. And, and, and that seems maybe sounds harsh and maybe this friendship is, he sounds young. So my guess is the friendship is based on dude. Remember that time we destroyed mailboxes with baseball bats at midnight on the weekend of the, whatever, like that's your friendship. Has your friendship ever been more than just goofing off with your friends in school? Or is it something meaningful? Well, if it is, I'd be shocked because the one major meaningful moment in this dude's life and he's out of there. That's weird to me. And it's not, I understand, look, I get the idea that people get into a relationship because they're hot for each other and a baby is a result and they don't really love each other. They don't want to really be together. There, there's processes for that, but to just eliminate this kid from your life is just the douchey move of all douche moves. Mm. So change, go, go, I guess you're not the one needs to change, but, but, but it's tricky, isn't it? But you do, you need to, you need to tell your friend to sort it out because that's just all kinds of wrong. Oh, it's jacked up, man. And I'm no, you know, I'm no expert on what it takes to make something like this work because I've never really had this problem. I mean, Kim and I are pushing 22 years now together, which is insane. I mean, I used to remember when old, when old people would say, married 22 years, and I thought, what? How is that even possible? What are you, 105? Like, that just seemed crazy to me when I was younger. <laughs> But it's not. It's like, you know, it's... They got married when they were 83 and they made it. Right. They made it all the way to 105. We totally made it. And so now that Kim and I are in our 80s, 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're working on 23, aren't we? She just walked yeah. in the room to correct. Uh-oh. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie-daisy. Anyway, um, yeah, I, <clears throat> this whole thing is, it's hard because the advice to give a friend who's who's in the mode of just, leave, you know, treating this like it's something you can just walk away from, I, I don't know how you bring it up. Maybe you just need to be harsh and say, you're a douche canoe and you should man up. And if you don't, I'm not sure we could be friends anymore and see exactly, what happens. Yeah. Abandon the abandoner that you don't need people like that in your life. No. And equally, you know, I don't know how close you are to the, the wife and kid, mm. but if she needs help, you know, just, just be there. Just, you know, step in where he can, but obviously, you know, don't take on another guy's kid necessarily. But you know, if, if there's ways you can be of help in an otherwise really shitty situation, you know, do it. But, yeah, that guy sounds a douche. Yeah, and I like how you said, well, yeah, I, I don't know. This is one where I feel like, I just feel like if this, if we're not, maybe we're not getting the full story. I don't know. Like, maybe there's more to this. Maybe the girl What did you crazy. like what I said, Scott? What did I say that you liked? Uh, Well, now I forgot. Just now, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sure it was amazing, though. Problem though, after after when you hit those eighties and stuff like that, the memory just goes, doesn't it? Really. Wait a minute, hold on. I can remember. What was my? You said you made a good point, and then I, I agree. I make with a lot it. of good points. Ugh, I don't remember what I was saying. Hey, but but but, bottom line. Okay, we're gonna bottom line this one. That's what we call this part of this show. This is the segment. Bottom line. Uh, if you you can't just hang out like nothing's like everything's fine, because then you're enabling. Uh, I think you at least have to let him know that you have a moral stance to take and that he's being a jerk. And and just leave it at that. And if you're still friends after that, okay, well, fine. I guess you guys can still hang out or whatever. But just know that this will be a lifetime of bad mistakes that he'll make. And you'll be kind of there the whole time going, what are you doing this time? And maybe he needs a friend through all of that. So I guess stay that if you want. But I think you need new friends. I hate to be harsh. New people. That's the answer. Yep. There next, you go. next call. It's Done. all about the Canadians. Those Canadians. I need advice. Whenever I'm south of the wall, I'm immediately pegged as a Canadian. I don't know what it is about me. It's not like I'm wearing a Leafs jersey and a toque. I spent my formative years looking out my window at Buffalo. And I don't mean that in the Sarah Palin sense. I mean, I was literally eating my fruit loops and staring at Buffalo. And the whole time I'm thinking, someday, someday I'll be able to go over there and mingle freely, and no one will suspect my wilding roots. What dead giveaways do you have that you're, you're talking to a Canadian? And Terpster, as an outsider, do you notice any differences between the two uh, Canadians and Americans? And because I know it'll come up, about, about, about. This is how I pronounce about. Thanks. All right. He thinks he's doing it right. He's still doing it wrong. Hell, um, it's a boot day. <laughs> so can I actually like that second question a lot. Can you tell the difference? Can between... I tell the difference between a Canadian and an American? Yeah. Yes, of course I can. How? What are you doing there to do that? One is apologetic. One is not. Ah, Done. Next question. Zing. Um, Easy. So, all right. Let's just say you have a polite oh, American. Hey, I'm sorry. I bumped into you there. <laughs> They sound a little bit Irish when I do them. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Uh, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> you know, very different. Very yeah, that, different. That's true. I I uh, really like all the Canadians that I know. Um, I don't know too many that I don't like. Um, in fact, I don't think I've ever had a bad run-in with a with a Canadian. And a lot of Canadians listen to There's frog Jocelyn. pan shows. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. 
No, she she's a wrong one. She's, she is. She's she, turned you. Yeah, in, you know. she's no. She gets you know angry, mm-hmm. violent as well. Mm. One of the most violent people I've ever met. Wow. So yeah, and, I, and and it is I fear atypical yeah. of the Canadians. They come across obviously publicly very courteous, very polite and uh, apologetic, uh-huh. but they can be they can be tough. They it, can be rough. Is it uh, is it common in your experience with Canadians to find them to Vi- uh, vocally, though, distinguish themselves from Americans, other than the aboot and a few things like that, like sorry oh, and aboot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they sound completely different, but it's, they should be. They're different countries what? with different cultures, different everything. Isn't it? It kind of sucks that, okay, so Australia, we've done this to Australia. Basically, you're the land of Paul Hogan down there. And in Canada, yeah. you're the land of Bob and Doug McKenzie. And I feel like we've. And it's funny, you did it to yourselves, because Bob and Doug McKenzie, a.k.a. the two actors, uh, Dave Thomas and uh, the other guy, uh, Rick Moranis, are Canadians. And they started that thing on SCTV up in Canada. So you did it to yourselves, but you've created this stereotype that is all about, A, how's it going, A, and that kind of stuff. Mm. And I've yet to talk to an actual Canadian who talks like that. Not one. Really? Has ever done that. No, they've never gone, so listen, A, I was wondering if we could uh, get some back bacon and wear a tube. Oh, that's... That's what they all sound like to me. They don't do that. They, the most I've heard is a lot of sorry <laughs> and a boot. Uh, I've heard some a boot or a, a boot, a boat, a boot. But I mean, so here the call is basically asking those, well, like, how can I change how I sound? Yeah. And I don't think you need to do that. I think you need to change how you feel about how others hear you. I think you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, hey, bozo, hey. Uh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> All right, you're you're a nice guy. Okay. <laughs> you need to just and you need to say that to yourself in the mirror. You know, every morning, just wake up and just tell yourself how great you are, uh-huh. and uh, that you love the sound of your voice, oh, and that you think your eyes look very pretty. Uh-huh. Um, and sooner or later, you'll start to believe what you start saying in the morning, <laughs> and you'll start to realize. Hang on a second. I don't care what other people think I sound like. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I think some of the some of the honestly some of the nicest people I've ever met have been Canadian. Yeah. Um and that's why I think Canadians are great. Yeah, they're because great. Because I've met only nice Canadians. There are no such um, thing as as bad Canadians for the most part. I'm sure they equally, exist. Equally I haven't actually met any assholey Americans. Not no. in not in any kind of great detail. In passing, I've I've seen like you know, whilst driving around America, yeah. assholes. Uh, but uh, for the most part, uh, you know, I think that most of the people you surround yourself with should be really nice. And if they're making fun of you, then you know, arm yourself against it. Know your greatest weaknesses and uh, turn them into to benefits. To if someone says that you're Canadian, just say sorry. I can't hear you. Oh wait, I can hear you because I've got free healthcare. So that's how I managed to hear that wow. great hearing wow. on my free national health care. Mind blowing. And the Americans will be like, what? Oh, man, I've got to pay for that. Yeah. And you just be like, yeah, that must suck. Do I wouldn't you... know, though, because all my friends are really polite and uh, friendly. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, you know, you just you got a great you got a great hand. The Canadians, yeah. they've been dealt a good one. Mm. Plus head of state. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. Only the Queen of England. Yeah. What have the Americans got? Yeah. Obama. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's not a queen, is he? No. Well, no, no he's, he's not. not. And that's the thing. Whereas our queen has been queen for like a billion presidents. Uh-huh. 
It's like pictures of her shaking hands with like Ronald Reagan. Yeah, but isn't her like dad like a cousin and her mom's like a third sister? So all that means is that the gene is highly, highly refined. Oh. Yeah, okay. their gene pool is so pure, is rid itself of any imperfection. Yeah. That is the, what a perfect being looks like. Okay. I'm God gonna, save the queen. I'm really going to take your word for that one. because God save the queen. Yeah, please do save the queen. Uh, yeah, you, uh, his question isn't even, I think, a very serious one. Uh, if you go above the border or you come down below the border, I think that everyone's sort of welcome, despite uh, some much more stringent customs agents that are now on those borders that didn't used to be so much. Uh, 15. Have have you have you encountered anyone in your life who doesn't like Canadians? Uh, yeah, I have a friend who thinks that Canada is a terrible place and would never want to go there, and he's a, kind of an ultra conservative who thinks that their nationalized health system is going to bring them down, and that you know he basically is just all the positions that he that he has uh, that he holds onto for dear life, uh, and thinks that Canada is doing them wrong. He has similar feelings about the UK, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. Um, How dare he? It's stupid. It's basically, it's basically somebody who's who's got a very finite sort of reductive view of the world and wants to see it through very small eyes. But I think most people, uh, are are either indifferent to what's happening in Canada, they kind of don't really think about it, uh, or they are just fine with Canada. I don't think Canada is ever really a, a threat or a problem. People talk more about Mexico as far as borders go because you know we got a lot of immigration and a lot of it illegally and. People are worried about that for various reasons and different different interests have different reasons to like it or hate it. And, you know, that's more of an issue. But we don't really have like there's nobody at the border in Canada going, I'm going to sneak down there and I'm going to take their jobs. It doesn't really work that way. No, it works. The got other better way. jobs up north. Yeah, that's the problem. right. And uh, I do think it's funny, though. There were some people mostly on Twitter and a very vocal minority. But when the uh, the marriage ban was lifted nationwide, uh, what, a week ago for gay marriage, mm-hmm. uh the there was a common twitter hashtag that started floating around saying uh here here i uh, like they were negative toward it and said here i come canada meaning we're going to flee to canada to get away from this now we're all going to hell because we made this choice and now we're going really? to go to canada and here's the Does irony canada not have equal well marriage? here's this is the irony because those people are all dumb and don't know history because in 2005 canada 10 years ago passed yeah. a national law lifting any bans against same-sex marriage. So they were basically saying exactly. they were heading would, to a country that, would, that were already doing a thing. I can't imagine Canada being less liberal than the United States. It was the dumbest thing, dumbest hashtag trend I'd ever seen because it just meant nobody knows anything. But maybe exactly it was ironic. I don't know. I maybe maybe people, and then you get idiots. You know. There's a funny thing about the internet. Yeah. The line between internet troll, yeah. like masterful internet troll, and actually stupid person is so fine and so hard to distinguish between the two that they are, in, in, in many cases, one and the same. It's a little blurry, isn't so, it? Yeah, exactly. So who knows? That's but anyway, I'm, so yeah. um, past that, if you can, find a way to love yourself. Um, you know, Last week we talked a lot about voice acting. Yeah. I think, again, you can train yourself into maybe having a more exotic accent. Um, you know, I think when I try and do Canadian, apparently I go a bit Irish. Yeah. So maybe just be Irish. Everyone in America loves the Irish. Everyone in America thinks actually they are Irish. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I'm Irish too. My uncle's cousin was, uh, he, he, he was on the boat from Ireland. He actually like, had really? a special set of skills, we no, say. No, that's the thing. If, oh, if they were, if they had the accent, I would be okay on them. Yeah. It's people who have no Irish accent whatsoever 
haven't ever been to Ireland yeah. and yet are apparently Irish. I cannot do a um, light one. Mine goes full Blarney Stone. I can't yeah? help it. Yeah, it's like, I what 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 have you done with those bag of potatoes? <laughs> like I can't I can't calm it down. I will down. find you and I will kill you. See, that's more I'd like a Liam Neeson more measured approach, but mine is always like I have lucky charm. Special set of skills. <laughs> now they're going, they're going to take you. Yeah, I, I Irish uh, the Irish thing actually you say you say some truth there. There's a there's an affection for the Irish. They they are loved more in America than anywhere else in the world, even in Ireland. Yeah. The Irish don't necessarily like the Irish, <laughs> but in America you can get free drinks anywhere. You know, the thing is is because my my Irish is passable to an American ear. You know, so even I can go in and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. Just come just off the shamrock myself. Just they're like, they're like, oh my God, sham, are you Irish? I'll have a Bell's whiskey if you will. And they're like, uh, oh yeah, go on then, that's great. In fact, I don't know what the, the Irish whiskey would be, but you know, it doesn't matter. Man, they're all good. You're freaking the leopard. Jameson and Cook. And they, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they're like, oh my God, a, a real life leprechaun came in today. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was just, it was just. And me. it's funny because we have a sordid history with the Irish. There was a, there was a time where they were hated here. Like yeah. you know, in New York, they, they were, were persecuted. The yeah. No one liked them. Exactly. No one likes immigrants until guess what? You are the immigrants. Mm. You've, you've grown up there and you are descended from immigrants. And then you're okay with your particular kind of immigrants. Yeah. And then you see the new immigrants come along. I don't like those new immigrants. Yep. They're taking all our jobs. Yep. And then, you know, hopefully the world goes around and everyone, you know, does okay out of it. Yeah, that's the goal. That's but the plan. But the ones we do have to be careful of are genuinely the, the Canadians. You're right. They're the, so. they're the silent killers, really. They are They are more likely uh, to to be dangerous than most. Kind-hearted one minute, so. knife in the back the next. Uh, exactly. Keep yeah. an eye on Jocelyn uh, an attacular. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She's a shifty one. Yeah. Keep your keep your back uh, to the wall and your face to the door, and keep an eye on her. It's going to uh, be tricky with the depending on the layout of the room, though. Oh, yeah. In terms, of if you can do that, like, uh, can you back be and face in the wall? You know, it's tough. Oh wow, I didn't think about that. That's a good yeah. point. Uh, we need, well, uh, well, Scott, yeah. I got your back. You got this. Got okay. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, so breathe easy. We look after each other. Yeah, breathe easy. Uh, quick reminder about Nerdtacular. We're getting painfully close, very close. By the time of this airing, you're we're real close, and uh, that means if you are attending. Uh, details at nerdtacular.com. Terpster and I and my actual therapist sister will be running a panel, I think it's second day, I'm not 100% sure on that, where we basically have a big uh, to-do where you guys will take to the mic and you'll ask us questions and we'll ask them, we'll answer them the best way we can from the stage. Uh, it's going to be very fun, a live hypothetical help. And if you can't come, there will be live streams of all of it at frogpants.com slash live. And we'll so. put it on the feed as well. We oh, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. So. That'll be an episode. Uh, join us live. We yeah. could maybe take a few questions text-based Sure. Uh, from, from the... We'll bring them with. Yeah, we'll have something at the handy. Because actually, who knows? Maybe people will be too chicken to get up. I don't know. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll go out in the audience and ask questions. All then. right. Yeah, Donahue style. Oh, Mr. Mr. Madsen. <laughs> and you'll be like, this, that's, that was yesterday. You, you got this all wrong. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, what be- would you do if hypothetically you got the wrong day for the Warcraft panel? <laughs> Then that's great. And we talk about our plans uh, for time travel. Metzen is coming and will be part of our uh, instance panel. Metzen's so. coming. Yeah, Metzen's coming. So be there, everybody. Come on down and enjoy it. Oh, to be sure, to be sure. 
That's going to do it this week. Thank I you can, all. I can see all of our Irish patrons yeah. have departed. So many. Thank you very much for your support over the past 11 episodes. Actually, if you're we Irish, really send, us a, send us a call. We'd like to hear you. Send us an actual accent that we can work yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. right now, obviously, we need help. Uh, hypotheticalhelp.com is the website. 801-471-0462 is our phone number. Support us at patreon.com slash hypohelp. Without it, there is no show. So contribute, please. Uh, we're also on Twitter, the underscore T and at Scott Johnson. And if you want to send an email, send it to scott at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for today. Thank you for being here for episode 11. We'll see you next week for episode 12 here on Hypothetical Help. Bye-bye. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. You ever F the prom queen? Remember that movie? <laughs>